Gay Savvy. Welcome back to Gay Savvy. Another fabulous week with another group of fabulous people. It's Michael James, Scottish John and Kat. How are we, lovelies? Good. How are you, darling? I am absolutely amazing. John, you're looking striking without a beard. Oh, yeah. It's, it's missing this week. I don't know. I feel a bit bare naked. He uh, looks like he's 12 years old. Yeah. Does he sound different? That's, that's the question. Uh, I hope not. I hope it doesn't affect my quality. He doesn't um, sound any younger, no. <laughs> no, of course not. He doesn't sound any younger, but he looks very, very much younger. Um, it's good to have you back. And we were talking about before, you're not here. You're here, but Spencer's not. And every time Spencer's here, you're not. It's like maybe you two are the same person and Spencer has simply developed a Scottish accent. Oh, possibly, but I don't think I'm quite as good looking as Spencer. Let's not oh. go crazy. Oh. Oh. Spencer love that. Ah, oh, he will. Maybe you're just Spencer's soft and sensitive side coming out here. Yeah, that could be it. Like, I have, you know, the ability to articulate and he has the good looks. Ah. Snap, he's going to cry now. Well, you see, there's no photographic evidence. Maybe we'll just have to take a photo of you put on the Facebook page let people know that you really do exist. Maybe it's like... Fight Club. Yes. Tyler Durden. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well, speaking of Fight Club, I have no relevant segue there. There's lots of stuff happening tonight. We've got uh, all of our regular segments. We've got a little bit of a new one as well. We're going to look at our weekly top five of things to talk about. Uh, and our topic for tonight, um, which is uh, ripped straight out of what blew up online yesterday, um, is not our topic for the night. That is actually our freak of the week. I'm getting my topics confused. Topic for the night is, is it okay for straight actors to play gay for laughs? Which is an interesting question, and it got John's mind ticking <laughs> this week. Um, so we want to have a chat about that. So think about that when we get to that tonight. Um, I've got a feeling we're going to disagree on this, John. I think we probably are. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, right. Well, I'm going to separate the two of you, put you in different corners of the studio. Uh, but that'll be coming and up get a woman on. in a bikini to hold up a round number. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. And I'm going to give you each a fold-out chair and let you go for gold. <laughs> uh, so if you want to have a chat about that, what do you think? Uh, we're going to post some of the articles we'll be talking about there that are going to give us a bit of an influence. And uh, I want to hear from you, uh, specifically you, the you who is listening at home right now. I want you to call into the studio when we get to it. Tell us what you think and we'll have a chat about it on, it on air. 3221. 0197 is our studio number. If you're a little bit shy, send us a tweet and tell us at Gay Savvy or jump on the Facebook page. Is it okay for straight actors to play gay for laughs? I want to know what you think. We're going to be back uh, after our very first two songs this evening to talk about one of our favourite segments uh, that we always do. And I really think, Kat, secretly, it's your favourite segment. It's our Freak of the Week here mm. at Gay Savvy. Games uh, by MKTO here at Gay Savvy. It is time for that amazing moment where we talk about this week's Freak of the Week. This one got under everybody's nerves yesterday. She is none other than famous writer, blogger, something person who generally seems to spin a bit of rubbish at the moment, Miranda Devine. Mm. Yay. You can hear the crickets in the background. Now, why exactly is Miranda Devine this week's Freak of the Week? It started... With a football game, funnily enough. Football player was out there. They were playing some football and doing some stuff with football. And he got angry. And he said to someone, he called them a... We should put a language warning on this one. What did he call them? He, he called them a motherfucking gay see you next Tuesday. Oh, you didn't say it, Michael. I, did, I, I have some level of standards and decorum on community radio here. I... I happen to like that word. I know you enjoy it quite well. <laughs> but that wasn't the word. 
that no, that got everyone upset. No, it wasn't. It was yeah. the fact that he called them a gay see you next Tuesday. That's right. And he's in trouble because under the new NRL, whatever it was, code they're doing to tackle homophobia in sport, they said that's not right. Mm. And Miranda Devine thinks that it is right. And she launched an article saying the head of the NRL or something is totally gay, where she then just went on this tirade about how ridiculous it was that this guy was in trouble for using the word gay. It's a blog. Let's not elevate it to the standard of an article. I mean, she was. It was a published opinion piece. Someone paid her to put this out in um, the media. Yeah, it was. It was in the Telegraph. Oh, was it in the Telegraph? I thought it was just on a blog. Okay. Well, it's still really offensive. I'd like. Hey, John, give us the best line. Give us the best line. There are about four examples that I can think of here. I counted twenty-five, but anyway. <laughs> just skimming it, I can see four. The one of the worst ones for me is. Bateman, so Bateman was the recipient of the verbal abuse. Bateman isn't even homosexual. What more evidence do you need that Mitchell didn't say gay as a homophobic slur? Yes, because when straight men impugn one another's masculinity by suggesting that they could possibly be gay, that doesn't mean anything offensive because they're actually straight. You stupid, ignorant, irresponsible woman. I wish she could just see the look on John's face there. It is, uh, it's absolutely terrible. Like She was just... I've never seen somebody so widely and accurately completely possibly miss the mark in mm. my life. Mm. Words wound is something that we're taught when we're about six years old. How can this woman have got to the age that she has, be in the writing profession where she speaks to and for the public and, and just dismiss the idea that bullying in public is acceptable? I like where she describes the initiative by the NRL and all the other football codes to try and stamp out homophobia. I like where she refers to that as homofascism. Oh, <laughs> she is something else, i tell you what. Yeah, woe betide the player who offends the gods of homosexuality. For her just to make... That's so- a quote, direct quote, by the way. Oh. Woe betide the player. <laughs> it's so, it's so flippant and, and it really is so damaging when words in the playground are something that need to be stamped out, let alone in the adult wor- world. Yeah, absolutely, John. You make a really good point. And part of the whole reason, it's not about because words offend the homosexuals. Us grown-up homosexuals, we can kind of handle that kind of stuff. But it's actually about removing this from the public vernacular and taking this idea that you can say gay is this derogative thing out of there because it's all about young, influential people who are sitting there watching people around them hearing that word used as something negative and we've all been there as young people and knowing and feeling that thing that inside you that says these people are using that as something bad around me i must be something bad i must not be right but the worst part about that is she's used your exact argument as a justification for what she's saying she's written and again i quote let's get one thing straight and by the way that was a deliberate word choice too straight being a majority let's get one thing straight gay no longer just means homosexual the word has changed meaning over the last decade. Young people now use gay to mean lame or dumb or stupid, as in that's so gay. What? You've misappropriated the idea of homosexuality, a word that uh, that defines homosexuality in most most contexts, and you've reappropriated it as something negative, bad, different, stupid, wrong, and you're saying that that's the reason it's okay to say it now. Absolutely. What she, are you talking about? She mm. just completely, she just nailed it on the head and then missed it in the same beat. It was mm. like, yes, that's the whole point. The mm. whole point is that the word has been retaken to mean something negative that's the problem Mm. that's the problem because it will never not have also have the association with sexuality absolutely having the two of them linked together is never going to be a good thing no and she closes the article by saying someone at the nrl headquarters is on drugs 
Well, Miranda Devine, we think... <laughs> You're on drugs. You're on drugs. Lay off the crack. Put down the crack pipe. Put it no down. No lines for you, Step love. away. Now, love to hear what you guys think on this. This is a hot topic. Does anyone actually agree with her out there? Is there no. anybody, anybody, particularly any gay person in their right mind, who actually <laughs> thinks she's okay with it? Because I've met gay people who are like, yeah, you know what? It's fine. The word's being used. When I had um, one of my friend's sons was talking about it one day, I pulled him up because he was using the word gay. And he sat there and he told me that, no, it was okay. I should stop getting offended. He had no problem with gay people whatsoever. He said, my generation is just retaking this word. So it was very interesting that he was a very confident, very articulate, very intelligent and very pro-homo young man. And he was just like, yeah, you, you need to stop because I got no problem with it. You don't understand the context context anymore. I was like, interesting. Mm. So what's your opinion out there? Call into the studio, 3221 Miranda Devine has our uh, crown this week. She is the Queen Freak of the Week, all the way from Australia too. Congratulations, Miranda. Uh, if you have anybody else you think that we should be considering for the crown for next week, uh, feel free to let us know. Twitter, Facebook, at Gay Savvy. Uh, our next song, I have to play it. It's from the Lego Movie soundtrack. But do you know why I'm having to play a, mo- a song from the Lego Movie soundtrack? Kat, you should know, really. You are on the f- finger on the pulse <laughs> with lesbians. Mm. Who would be singing on the Lego Movie soundtrack? Oh, how would I know? The Lego Movie? Why would I be jacked into that? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it either, but my son has. It's Tegan and Sarah. Oh, okay. They did the song Everything is Do Awesome. Do like Tegan which, and Sarah. Uh, I'm ready to stab myself if I hear my son sing this song one more time, but I saw it was by lesbians, so we had to play it. <laughs> Everything is awesome, just like this show. Gay Savvy, check it out. Bit of picking duck there on Gay Savvy. Uh, we had a very heated uh, discussion before about our Freak of the Week, Miss Miranda Devine. Thank you very much, love. And uh, it's time to move on to something a little bit more gentle, a little bit more upbeat. I want to know, this week, in all of the wonderful things that have been going on for us, Miss Cat, mm. what do you love? Oh, you know what I love this week? This is a real feel-good I love. I Aww. Yeah. In the US now, there's a camp for... Gender non-conforming boys. Oh, that's cute. Isn't that lovely? So I saw the photos of this. It, it's so cute. Um, there's a photographer, Lindsay Morris, who's been taking lots of photos of these little boys expressing themselves. And it's basically, it's a four-day camp. And it's just a safe place for these kids who range from like three to, you know, whatever, 12 or something, um, to get dressed up and play Games and you know, there's like a catwalk, like a runway where they can, you know, put on a little outfit. My favorite photo I saw from them was the one who was dressed like the girl from Brave. That was so cute. Oh, he had like the big, long red wig and he had a little (coughs) green dress. I thought that was the little mermaid. I thought it was no, I think it's Merida from Brave. Oh, okay. Well, you don't watch enough Disney cats. I don't have children. Neither do I. See? And when you don't have children, you have to enjoy these years of not having to watch Disney. I watched all Because from Disney what I understand, I once you have them, it's over. That's all you ever get to watch. I haven't seen a grown-up movie in the cinemas in so long. See, that's what I'm talking about. So I'll just, I'll, I'll just stick, <laughs> stick to my Lars von Trier and, you know, nice adult um, artistic stuff for now. But anyway, I love, that's what I love this week. I love this camp in the US for gender non-conforming boys. Oh, beautiful. John? My beardedless John, what do you love? Um, this is actually related to my uh, transit on the way here. Um, Kat and I were on the same train and I walked up and down it about six times trying to find her, which is a bit of a um, digression and I didn't find her in the end. But um, <laughs> I did I'm see... still not here. 
I did see on the way that um, about seven different people were reading the Song of Ice and Fire books. And obviously it's only because of Game of Thrones. But I like the fact that it's um, kind of reintroduced the world to reading, the the commute read, um, you know, introducing the fantasy genre to a new um, spectrum of readers. And I just think it's, it's really wonderful. That- How do you feel about the Kindle? Are you anti-Kindle? I'm not anti-Kindle, but I personally don't have one. I like a book. Um, I think they're useful devices, but I wouldn't choose to read on one for prolonged periods of time. I read my books on my iPad. Books? I'll be honest. If I see someone reading a book on an iPad, I think, wanker. That's what I think. Bitch, it's so easy. Yeah, no. It's it's a wanky thing to do. You can read it in the dark. You can do other things. You can check your emails and go back to your book. It's so easy. It's not very romantic, is it? Why would it be romantic? Because reading books is romantic. That's true. There is something something romantic about that. There's nothing romantic about that. Oh, well, uh, possibly not. But the act of holding a book Uh, is romantic. I love John's whole, you know, people getting back into reading. It's so great. I love that you completely missed the fact that really it's just that's how freaking impatient people are. That they're not reading <laughs> they're not reading this because they want to get back into reading for anything. They want to know the spoilers. Well, I can't download the episodes. No, no, I have to go and get the freaking book so I know what happens. That's how desperate I am to know. Most it, people were reading book one, man. I'm sure they're just they're just playing catch up with the show. That's all. And nope. then they're gonna take themselves forward. They have mm. to know. You're so cynical. I think it was a very wonderful thing. Oh, bless. Well, um, what do you love, Michael? What do I love this week? I love drag queens. They're <laughs> the best. Absolutely. Yay! The glitter and the dresses and everything. Amazing. What I'm talking about in particular is RuPaul's Drag Race. I have never found myself so addicted since Survivor to a reality TV show. I'm just like, I have to see what's going on. This is amazing. These bitches are cray. It was awesome. I've never watched RuPaul's before. This year I've had to watch because Courtney Act is on it. And she is the bomb diggity. She is all out of I love Courtney Act. Oh, I she hope she is. wins. You say that she won't win. She's final three and I don't think she's going to win. Don't we, don't we still hate RuPaul for use of offensive terms? We nope. never hated remember RuPaul. We, remember RuPaul conformed? He changed it. It's no longer there. He I think that sorry. was a production decision. I don't mm. think that was his personal choice. He was probably told to stop mouthing off and saying offensive things. I didn't find him particularly offensive. You yeah. don't find very many things that actually are offensive. Oh, offensive. well, we'll save that for later then, shall we? Kittens. Kittens. Hunties. Um, but yeah. That, that is what I love. I just love it. It's great. It's fabulous. And I've never loved drag so much in my life. Like, just the best. And the person who's probably going to pip um, Courtney Act at the post is fantastic. Mm. He is like 40 and he's a comedian as well. And he is funny as all shit. Like, one of the girls walked out one night. She just make, made over a straight guy into drag. He's just walked on camera. He's like, now you remember the gremlins. And there was that one girl gremlin. That was it. That was her. <laughs> the one girl gremlin. I just lost my shit. It's I've so never funny. seen this show before. And, you know, you said you've never loved drag queens more. I've never really loved drag queens ever. So I might need to actually get in on this show and see what all the fuss is about. Absolutely. Get it. Get in on it. RuPaul's Drag Race. It's the shiznizzle. Next week's the reunion show. The winner is crowned the week after. It's the best. That's what we love this week. And uh, it's time to head off with uh, some of our 7.30 messages. And we're going to go into some new songs straight after that. Uh, this next song I'm going to play for you, you're going to love it. It's from Rita Ora, I Will Never Let You Down, here at Gay Savvy. Boost your market share with radio advertising on Switch 1197. Switch 1197 is Brisbane's youth alternative community radio station, supporting the youth and community of Greater Brisbane. Very affordable rates, reach Brisbane's youth and families and support the community. Email sales at switch1197.com. 
Hey, it's Sam Mitchell here from the Hawthorne Football Club. I've played footy alongside many different types of players, guys from different backgrounds with different beliefs, but none of this makes any difference. Whether a person is gay or straight shouldn't matter in sport. If someone wants to have a crack at playing a sport they love, that's all that matters. If you can play, you can play. Google Play by the Rules for details on how to keep your sport inclusive, safe and fair for everyone. If you can play, you, you can, can play. play. Now put the music back on. Let's get the party back cracking up in there, man. Where's your suit? Switch 1197. Online now at switch1197.com. Brisbane's Youth Alternative. Switch. Sneak peek there, Ricky Lee's new one, All We Need Is Love. We're going to play that a little bit later in the show, but I just had to give you a little bit of a snippet before we kicked off. Um, before that, we had uh, I Will Never Let You Down by Rita Ora and Stay With Me by Sam Smith here at Gay Stavi. you got Michael James, you got Kat and John, and they're looking amazing still. I just could talk about how great you guys look all night. Oh, bless. Oh, yes. But I wanted to debut debut a new segment tonight. There's always so much going on. There's always so much we've got to talk about and little things. And sometimes it's just the mindless crap that really just gets gets us ticking. Um, and I thought, well, each week we can find something that's really got us ticking. Uh, and we can talk about our weekly top five. Find something that's really top five reasons for something. And this week, it's our top five reasons why you need to shut down your Instagram. Shut it down. Burn it to the ground. Because <laughs> there's a lot of people... That have got a lot of problems with Instagram. Mm. It's Insta fail, Insta selfie, Insta sucks, Insta stop it right now. Mm-hmm. Hashtag stop it right now. <laughs> Totes. So we've we've developed five reasons why you need to shut down your Instagram. What's the first one, Michael? Coming in at number five. Your selfies suck. No one really cares about your selfie. We don't need to see a selfie of you at the beach. We don't need to see a selfie of you in your car. We don't need to see a selfie of you with your cat, your dog, your brother, your sister, your husband, or a selfie every time you wake up in the morning. We don't need one for when you go to bed, when you're having your breakfast, or when you're on the toilet. Stop it. You know what makes me laugh? People who take selfies, but then (laughs) they do it from like a downward angle. So they get all their chins in, then they post it on the internet. Like, why why would you think that's a good idea? Like, you're showing yourself from your least flattering angle. It makes me laugh. Oh, it's ridiculous. My brother does it all the time. And I'm just like, mate. Better than when you do it from the best angle. And then you've got to meet these people later. And you find that they're not as attractive as they actually make themselves out to be. I like my niece. She takes like 75 before she'll put one up. I know someone who went on a Tinder date and uh, he came back and he said, I got catfished, except I really got fatfished. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I love catfish. That, it's so that, good. That is the new term, fatfished, when you yeah, have to meet someone that you think is attractive because they've given you the best possible selfie. Turns out they're actually just huge. Love it. Well, stop the selfies. Cat, what's number two? Your selfies at the gym number make... Number four, you mean? Four, yeah. Your selfies at the gym make us hate you. <laughs> and your hot muscles and toned body make us hate you even more. Shut up and go eat a burger. Pretty much. Stop it. Stop the gym selfies. Like, We're talking mm. to you, Spencer. Yes, Spencer. And half of my football team. Stop it. Like, yeah, and no one wants to know how well you're doing at the gym either. Unless you like tripped over the weights and cracked your head open and yeah. blood went everywhere and there was an incident. No one wants to hear about it. Yeah. Don't tell me. I don't care. If you fell face first on a treadmill like I did once, go for it. Take a photo. Laugh about it. Don't take a photo of your legs lifting weights and, t- and tell me that it's leg day because I'll come what over What the fuck is a leg day? What is oh, a leg day? Leg day is What does that of, even mean? Oh, I had to find out one day. It's if you spend, Don't answer that. 
If you spend too much time working on your upper body in the other four days of the week, you've got to have a leg day to work your legs so that you end up with tiny pin-sized legs to no, go with your big top of upper that's body. That's not true. Like Leg day can be like just as integral part of your regular work John, routine. John, you're defending John, you're defending we're, we're going to have to have an intervention if you start telling us about your gym routine, I swear to God. I just, Stop it. Stop it. Bat. Don't <laughs> justify yourself. Where's your gym selfies? Have you got any? No, because I'm quite secure and I think that people who... <laughs> People who take selfies at the gym, are, even though I go to the gym regularly, are doing it because they obviously have some kind of internal insecurity about their body and they need to um, validate their own ability to be loved. And that's very sad and we should pity these people. Oh. Oh. Give us number three, John. Number three. Gay face is the new duck face and it is doing my ducking head in. <laughs> oh, What's yeah. gay face? Gay face, it's like duck face, but gayer. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's like I know a, duck face. It's a pout, but it's not quite as... Um, I'm not going to use any offensive racist terms here. But you know <laughs> how with duck face, you kind of turn your lips out so they become, you know, huge? Mm, mm. It's kind of like that, except you pinch them in and then and then push them out after pinching them in. So it's kind of it's kind of like puckering up almost. It's like, look at me, I'm not doing duck face, but I'm just doing gentle lips. Um, and then the cheeks have got to be the right way. And it's not really a smile because we don't smile for gay face. We've just <laughs> got to have like... Solid, gentle attractiveness, kind of like um, RBF, resting bitch face, oh. um, but just gentle, and it's totally gay face, and I'm over it. I don't need. Guess to what, gay gays who were born in 1992? There was a movie once about a guy who invented a face called Blue Steel. It was also <laughs> called Mustang. You've probably never seen it because you're about six years old, but this all existed before you. Stop it. It did. What Man. was that movie called again? Uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. That's it. <laughs> Number two. Coming at number two. This one just drives the world mad. Stop using hashtags. You're not doing it right. Oh, that drives me insane. Mm. I hate it on Facebook or Twitter when you see people who've... Kat put it so well earlier. Hashtag stream of consciousness. (laughs) They don't understand that the point is to find relevant content. Like yeah. it, they they literally just hashtag some related adjective to what they've just posted about. Oh, it drives me insane. And you only yeah, need that was my joke. Thanks for, thanks for that, John. Sorry, but it was well put. <laughs> and you don't need to use hashtags to try and find attractive men to follow you by hashtagging your image with 70 to vi- 75 different variations of gay, gay face, gay Brisbane, gay bod, hot bod, gym, gay bod, bod, gym now, gay, gay, hot, hot, hottie, hot, selfie, gay, and this selfie, is, this gay is how Brisbane. This is a mating call, is it? It's a mating call I'm learning call so Instagram much tonight. Likes. That's what the gay boys do. They do every variation of hashtag gay something. Right. To, gay penis, gay and foot, it's a gay, mating gay, gay, call. Um, Look and at then, me. Yeah, and then others go and check these gay hashtags and then they like the photo and then hopefully they follow and more hot gays will follow your hot gay on Instagram. You oh. need to have more compassion for these people who need such viola- uh, validation. Why doesn't this exist John, in the lesbian stop world? Stop standing up for them. I'm not. I'm, I'm genuinely, I genuinely think they're pathetic. Like, and that's I'm, I have a genuine question. Why doesn't this exist? Why isn't there any like I think cross-termination are, of this stuff? Your lesbians are more intelligent than this. Really. <laughs> Either that or just, you know, physically lazy. Well, last but not least, no one wants to see your lunch or your dinner or your home cooking or know how awesome you are in the kitchen. Straight up, man. food porn. Unless you're fucking in the kitchen. That would be the only reason that we would want to know how good you are in the kitchen. Not if you're cooking. I don't care. I can't eat it. You don't need to take a photo of your food. 
No. Not at all. And it was perfectly encapsulated in Season 7, Episode 3 of Californication, where the guy was in there eating his burger and this guy just ripped him a new one. He's like, not only do I have to sit here and watch you eat with your freaking mouth open and devour that burger like some sort of starving animal, now I have to watch you sit here and take a photo of it and take a selfie of it and post it on Instagram and then eat it? We don't need any of that. You know how people like Man. take um take selfies at the gym that we were talking about, um, and it's because they're trying to emulate men's health. But obviously, men's health is airbrushed and photoshopped, and they'll never ever look as good as what they're trying to do. The food thing is the same thing for Nigella Lawson. Man, <laughs> you'll never look like Nigella because you're not her, and because she was photographed, you know, as a model by a photographer for the cover of her book. You are just a loser at home who's making something that's vaguely nutritious, like everybody else who's also at home making dinner at around six to seven p.m. Just stop it. And don't give us the seventy-five um, word cookbook title of your food. Ugh. It is not chicken doused in slow roasted lemon juice grass, finely diced herbs with a hint of capsicum and 18 other different adjectives you need. It's chicken. And you mm. squeeze the lemon and you snip some chives and I still don't even care. Like, oh. just, I, I don't care. <laughs> oh, God, look, we're getting so angry here. We need, we need to <laughs> calm. But those angry are... and kind of hungry. I know. <laughs> I'm hangry. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. We're hangry. Uh, but that's our top five for this week. What do you think our top five, top five for next week should be? Give us some ideas. Tweet them in at Gay Savvy. Jump on our Facebook page or call in the studio three double two one zero one nine seven. Let us know. But we need to get a little bit more friendly here. We needed to get a little bit more loving. We had a little bit of a preview before, but here is the full song from Ricky Lee's new album. The song is "All We Need Is Love." She'll be at Fluffy Sunday, the eighth of June after Queen's Ball. Check. It out. Jesus by Lily Allen here at Gay Savvy. Nice little song there. She's always so poignant lately since she retired and then came back again. <laughs> uh, love me some Lily. Yeah, love Lily Allen. I got kicked out of a McDonald's once. <laughs> it yes. was, well, Tell me how this relates to Lily Allen. <laughs> Do tell. Well, a friend and I were out celebrating my birthday and it may have been the wee hours of the morning and we went to a 24-hour McDonald's and there was no one there. The place was empty and... The song, um, you know, what's the one where she's saying that the guy's not very good in bed? What song is uh, that? It's really not okay. It's yeah. not fair. It's, it's not, not fair. fair. That's yeah. it. It's not fair came on while we were waiting for our order. And we started belting it out at the top of our lungs because we thought that was hilarious. And, uh, yeah, they turned off the music and asked us to leave. Oh, bless. At least you didn't get done for trying to go through the drive-thru as a car. Um, well, that's true. Yeah. So, in conclusion, Lily Allen writes meaningful lyrics. Not yeah. to be blasted in the wee hours. Yes, apparently. Right. Mm. Should be sober and in uh, complete control of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now, you two, gloves on. That <laughs> talking point for the week this week. Mm. So, be gentle with each other. Touch each other lightly, gently. Caress each other. Um, <laughs> not, not... <laughs> Kat's just like, <laughs> never, ever am I going to do that. A talking point for this week is, should straight actors play gay for laughs. So meaning, should they, and there's been a variety of them, there's a couple of skits that John's been looking at this week, where there's a couple of, of straight actors, and it's so funny, mm -hmm. <laughs> when they do something where they are basically going like, oh, you know, this is funny because we're both gay. Uh, isn't that funny? I think one of them was a, a Spider-Man thing, where, you know, oh, he pulls down the Spider-Man mask. Oh, it's not a girl. It's a man. Aha, uh -huh. isn't mm. it funny? Saturday Night Live does it a lot. Yeah, which is generally kind of funny. Um, but I think, I think kind of John's general argument is, is going to be about how, well, that's actually not really playing into... It's more playing into uh, homophobia than it is anything else. And why Kat, do you, you think that, John? Well, I think that 
treating the idea of same-sex attraction as humorous is quite damaging um so for example in the uh example that michael's talking about there was a skit on saturday night live when emma stone and andrew garfield were recreating how um how difficult it was to get their on-screen kiss just right and then chris martin stepped in to show them how it was done but rather than showing how it was to kiss emma he kissed andrew and the entire um snl audience fell apart uh, in laughter a very similar situation happened on the graham norton show where james mcavoy and michael fassbender were um promoting days of future past and they were shown some examples of fan fiction uh drawings of them in uh kind of sexual um positions with one another and it was all kind of laughed off the studio audience found it hilarious obviously because they had a huge light that said laugh at the right moment so the idea but you don't find it funny no i think that the idea that same-sex attraction is being constructed as funny for the masses is very dangerous because the idea that two straight guys would find each other attractive is so hilarious is as dangerous as um, you know, it might not be the lambasting of hmm. decades past, but it's still quite a concern that that's just but, dismissed but and John, laughed off. Is is it really such a BFD? Really? Yes, it is. Yes, of course it is, because it's it's reiterating these societal beliefs that the the point of difference is is to be laughed at. Right. Yeah, but I think at? a lot of this has right. to do with the fact that once upon a time, these leading men of the day that were in the spotlight would never even come close to, to joking about sexuality or anything like that, they'd be you know far too scared. It would alienate their audiences and people would find it really offensive. I think they've come, the, the fact they've come so far that they can sort of do this and they don't feel the slightest bit uncomfortable says we're really comfortable with the idea of all this stuff. It's not a big taboo anymore. It's not... Um, gonna make us less, you know, able to get roles and stuff no, like that. No, no, that's my exact concern because <laughs> just because I don't deny that there's been absolute progression, so that the idea of same-sex attraction can be discussed openly among heterosexual yeah. icons and stars. But the fact that we've come from, like I said, lambasting and discriminating to laughing at doesn't mean that we've gone far enough just yet. And because the humor exists in our current cultural context doesn't mean that it's not offensive and doesn't mean that it won't be considered offensive in the future. Even James McAvoy even said there was a picture of um, Michael Fassbender apparently um, penetrating him from the back. And he said, oh, um, you know, I, if anyone's giving it to anyone. <laughs> and I just thought, really, mate, your masculinity is impugned by the idea of being a bottom. That's pathetic. It's a joke. See, again, John, you get so worked up about this stuff and it, I think it's too much. And so and there was an interesting question raised by one of our, our Facebook listeners who said, well, is there, is there not some difference between that and the fact that Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris, who is a ridiculously large homosexual... Mm. Pat um, Dixon wrote, said, quote unquote, keeping in mind that it's fine for Neil Patrick Harris to play a straight womanizer for a laugh. Which is, I think is kind of part of the humour of his character, really. Is it not that we all know secretly at home he's there with his husband and two kids? Yet on TV, part of the, I think, the actual hilarity of his character is that he's playing a, a, a straight womanizer. Like, you would be laughing along if you were someone like me doing that character, going, ha, I know because he's so gay he can barely function. And then he's playing a womanizer? I don't think that's true. I think when I brought this up with you guys during the week, I even used that example and I said, like, it wouldn't be so funny if a gay guy was, um, you know, pretending to be straight. And in How I Met Your Mother, it's a little bit different because it's a sitcom. So the... But it might be funny. It might be funny. Yeah, but the origin of the comedy doesn't come from the fact that he's gay. And I genuinely don't think it does. Alright. Well, you two are never gonna have a resolution there, but I love the argument. I love the discussion. If you think that John needs to get a sense of humor, jump on our Facebook page. Ha! No, I, I have a sense of humor. <laughs> I just find that 
type of humor offensive. He has it. He's just lost it somewhere. You You'll go looking valid, for it. Both have valid points. Call in this year. Let us know who's right, who's wrong. Three double two one zero one nine seven, and let us know. Uh, or you can tweet us at Gay Savvy or find us on Facebook uh, at Gay Savvy as well. Time for our 8 o'clock messages, followed by some amazing music, and then our 8 o'clock news of the week. In 2014, expect the freshest beats. Expect the gosh. Jennifer isn't very happy about it. She's a bit jealous at the fact that Miley Cyrus's pixie cut is getting so much attention. Expect the unexpected. I can understand that. Miley and myself go to the same twerk instructor. Do you know how annoyed I am? Melomania with Scat, Holly, oh, and some guy called Troy. Sunday nights from midnight. On Switch 1197. Leona Lewis with Bleeding Love here at Gay Savvy. It is time for our uh, 8 o'clock news of the week. Uh, kicking it off this week, Kat, take it away. Jean Robinson, the openly gay bishop who caused controversy in the Anglican church ranks, has announced he is divorcing his partner of 25 years. Robinson and long-term partner Mark Andrew entered into a civil union in June 2008, converting it to full marriage in 2010 after it became legal in New Hampshire. Robinson became a figurehead of the LGBTI community, but his elevation to the position of bishop split the global Anglican community. Hundreds of American parishes broke away following the consecration of an openly gay man, while the Archbishop of Canterbury, Rowan Williams, shunned Robinson. Robinson said he would not discuss the details of the breakup or appropriate blame. Northern Ireland will be the only place in Britain where same-sex couples are not allowed to wed after politicians in Belfast rejected a proposal to harmonise marriage equality laws across the UK. The members of Northern Ireland's Assembly voted 51-43 to 43 against a Sinn Féin motion to legalise same-sex marriage on Tuesday, the third, time in the, province, the third time the province's legislator has struck down marriage equality proposals in the last 18 months. The vote leaves Northern Ireland, which is home to 1.8 million and takes up one-sixth of the island of Ireland, at odds with the rest of the UK. Same-sex couples are included in Australia's new agreement with South Africa on overseas adoption, announced today by Prime Minister Tony Abbott. After being excluded from every previous inter-country adoption agreement between Australia and another country, a spokesperson for the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet told the Star Observer the agreement with South Africa is the first such arrangement with a country that allows same-sex couples to adopt children. Although there is currently inconsistency across Australian states and territories around same-sex adoption, same-sex couples can legally adopt in New South Wales, ACT, Tasmania and Western Australia. However... Until now, this has been irrelevant due to the implicit exclusion of same-sex couples from Australia's inter-country adoption agreements. Health officials in Kuwait claim the country will soon introduce a medical test to detect gay travellers before they can enter the country. Laws in the Gulf Cooperation countries, Bahrain, Kuwait, Qatar, Oman, Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, already ban gay acts and the controversial stance is being toughened. Details of the medical examination are not yet known, but Kuwait's Director of Public Health, Yusuf Mindkar, says they are coming. Foreigners coming into the GCC countries are already given a routine health check, but it'll soon include tests to detect LGBTIQ people who will then be turned away from the borders. New South Wales MPs Dr Maureen Faruqi of the Greens and Alex Greenwich Independent will soon introduce a bill in New South Wales Parliament that would remove the requirement that some people applying to register a change of sex 
must be unmarried and are cruelly forced to choose between divorcing their spouse and having an incorrect birth certificate. Maureen and Alex are currently looking for more stories of individuals and couples that have been affected by the current discriminatory provision. Every story will help with creating momentum for the passage of the amendment bill through Parliament, and we welcome stories from all across Australia. You can get in touch now by sending an email to maureen.faruqi, that's M-E-H-R-E-E-N dot F-A-R-U-Q-I, at parliament.nsw.gov.au, and or sydney at parliament.nsw.gov.au, and it will be treated confidentially. The government's Commission of Audit last week recommended that funding for the community broadcasting program be scrapped. We'll be having a bit more full coverage on that particular topic uh, in our next segment tonight uh, to have a bit more of a wrap-up there. That is our News of the Week here at Gay Savvy. It's uh, time to move on to some more amazing music, but if you'd like to tell us about some stories you'd like included in next week's News of the Week, make sure you jump on our Facebook page, jump on Twitter and tweet us at Gay Savvy, or you can call in the studio anytime and let us know, 3221-0197. And don't forget, if you haven't signed up yet, you can get our podcast on the iTunes store. Just search Gay Savvy. In the meantime, it's time to take us away to some music, some beautiful, upbeat music. It's almost 20 years, John tells me, since they first formed. Still two years away from when they first released their single, but no one will ever forget this song. Here's a little bit of our favourite, favourite girls. Spice Girl. Uh, we are back. That was a bit of Ed Sheeran's new one, Sing. Before that, of course, Spice Girls Wannabe. Now, we're on to this week's What's Got You Goat, which is normally kind of a collective, uh, passionate thing about what's got each of our goats, what's got us upset, why we might be angry. But this week, it's a collective one. There's one thing that's really we're quite upset Usually about. Usually it's individual. Today yeah. it's collective. Yeah. And uh, it's, we touched on at the end of the news segment, and we, uh, we, we want you to know that it's got all of our goat this week. Mm. And that is the recommendation from the government's uh, Commission of Audit. The government is set to hand down its federal budget on Tuesday. Now, if the government adopts the Commission of Audit's recommendation that is in the budget, we could see the community radio stations across the country forced off air. That includes us, that includes Switch 1197, and also our sister station, um, 4ZZZ. It's not really good. The, the budget recommendation has said, scrap all funding to the CBAA, which mm. is going to remove funding to community radio stations and to community television stations. It can essentially see us completely taken off the air. Mm. Um, you will see Bridge 31, uh, who primarily relies on their funding from there, probably gone. This station alone is probably going to go if that happens. Mm. Other stations might be lucky, like 4ZZZ, um, where they, they do have a lot of community funding, which is amazing, that mm. what they did... But not not enough to no, stay no. on the air. And it, would, and it would change, you know, I mean, they might have a better chance of getting commercial funding, but then you've turned it into a commercial station. That's which right. Which is the, you know, and goes against the point of having these community stations. We have them so that we can have shows like this. Yeah. It's very difficult to get a show like this on a commercial station, which is why you haven't heard it on B105 or Nova, Nova or, or Triple M or 97.3 or, you know, any any commercial station you can think of um, because it's difficult. And even though in the future we'd like to see something like that, it's still really important to have these community stations to get 
uh, community groups like the LGBTIQ group, but also other, you know, we've got Indigibriz over at 4ZZZ. Um, they have a wonderful show, again, that you wouldn't see on commercial radio. Mm. And so if you commercialise any of these stations or just get rid of them altogether, you won't hear this kind of stuff. I think it's really vital. You're absolutely right, Kat, that we consider the reasons why this would be such a crushing loss and such a blow. Um, it's not just obviously, oh, we like our little show and we want to stay on the air. It's really important that any minority group who has the opportunity to have a voice is represented in this diverse cross-section of the population that we have. And yet, I'm sorry to you know fall back on cliches, but the white straight men in power with all the money are making the decision that the only people who should be represented are the white straight men in power with money. It, it's really concerning that any community, um, and I use the, obviously the word deliberately, any community who's not them is going to be literally silenced by this act. Mm, it's uh, it's really really devastating and there's a <clears throat> a lot of voices that aren't going to be able to be heard and there's a lot of content that's not going to get out there that, that doesn't get into the mainstream media whether it be something for the queer community or indigibris or you know whether it's something simple like that show that runs on four triple seven with the people that talk about video games yeah like, the gamers which is a great show if you're into that that kind of niche stuff you're not going to hear on commercial radio and, and you think it's niche but so many people will listen into it i mean a lot mm. of commercial radio is listened to because it's widely accessible and people just turn it on as habit you know for the majority of the population but some people like there's a lot of people who really do you know switch into those stations and get a lot out of those shows mm. not not one or two but many absolutely and look what we want you guys to do is actually get on board with this get in contact with joe hockey who is the treasurer who's the mm. man behind the budget we've got a couple of days and let him know it's not okay um, you need to go to www.commit2communityradio.org.au. There'll be a link to that on our Facebook as well, obviously. Yeah. Go click on the links there and it's got a pro forma and you can send your support to the treasurer for community radio. Yeah. Hopefully change their mind. Otherwise, you know what your penance will be? You'll have to listen to Nickelback on every available radio station forever. That'll be your only options. There will be no station that doesn't play Nickelback. I think and it'll be on be, your head. I think that's what'll have to happen. Like, it's just a punishment. Like, this place will no longer operate. We'll just put a little thing in the corner after everything's gutted mm. with just Nickelback's just greatest Nickelback hits. Yeah. You know, uh, on, on repeat. Mm. That's all you'll get on, on mm. AM. That, and it'll ever be. Could mm. you imagine a world? So send, oh, send that email. I'm telling you, send the email. Otherwise, that's it. Sorry, just to clarify the website, it's commit to communityradio.org.au. If you just try .org, it doesn't work. Um, oh. So ensure that you've got AU in there um, so that you can <sighs> make your voice heard. I thought I said .au. See, this is why we're going to go off here because we're just incompetent. Shut up. <laughs> and make sure you spread that link to everybody that you know. Spread it like an STI. Get it out there. Mm. Make sure it is all over everybody in places they don't want to see or feel. Mm. Um, and let them know. Keep us on the air and keep everybody else that's you know, just as fabulous as us on the air. Um, and let's celebrate the fact that we are going to be on air for quite a significant amount of time to come. Celebrate it with one of our queens. She is here. She's in the country. She's on TV at the moment. She's everywhere, just like that uh, petition needs to be. Our little Kylie with Did It Again, one of my favourite songs of hers. Um, none of this new stuff with Kylie. Kyle, I was going to cancel. No, no, cancel it. Did It Again. Uh, she's all over the voice. She's all over everything at the moment. Um, but it's time for our bizarre files this week. All of the strange and wondrous things that we find on the internet. Uh, Kat, you found <laughs> this doozy, didn't you? It was you or John? It was me, it was me and John. It was a uh, collective effort because we're both as deviant as each other. <laughs> Did you know this is a new thing, Michael? I know you're married and you don't get out much. But nowadays, it's 
uh, popular to take a photograph of yourself and put it on the interwebs just after you've had sex. It's called an after-sex selfie. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's a thing. It's actually a thing. It's a, no, it's really a thing, and you hashtag it after sex selfie. You gotta hashtag it. I'm sorry, but I mean, it happens so infrequently. I'm just completely shagged afterwards. The last thing I want to do is get my phone and take a photo. Yeah, like I and hashtag to... it after oh, sex. You're so shagged afterwards. <sighs> I need I need a cigarette and a nap. Seriously, I'm not <laughs> thinking about taking a photo. That's ridiculous. Are people are doing this. People are really doing this. This is a real thing. Do they have no shame? Well, apparently not. Like. I'm I'm serial. Like that's a bit, that's a bit odd, isn't it's, it? It well, yeah. Is it too much? Do you think it's too much? I think it's too much. We did discover another one as well, didn't we? That was very similar. Um, was that you again last week? That was the that was the during sex photos that were on a Facebook page, which has since been removed. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to find them now, but I think they've no. actually got, they're gone. They're gone. Facebook that didn't last. Yeah, Facebook said no. What is the world coming to? <laughs> After sex selfies. Would you ever take a photo of yourself during or after sex and put that on Instagram? Would either of you do that? I'm going to be really honest. I mean, I know that a lot of people, you know, don't need to hear about my sex life. But, um, <laughs> you know, since we're on the topic, when I'm having sex, <laughs> I... John's mother, turn the radio off now. Stop oh, dear. it. When right. I have loud, you know, obnoxious, wonderful... Bed rocking sex. Um, I get a little <laughs> perspirational. Um, you know, I get a little flushed, and um, and you I may like, get. A, you look like a heaving walrus afterwards, don't I'm you? A bit, in I'm a bit. I'm a bit moist. I'm not gonna lie. Um, you know, we we finish and we pretty much throw each other a towel and get in the shower. Like I just think that's not an image that anybody needs or wants to see at all. I just don't understand. It. But you know, like I say, particularly afterwards, you know what I mean. You're not in the throes of it anymore. You're not. You're not like deluded by lust about you know. Yeah. How What's much people point? want to see that? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is the point? Like, it's gonna be when you're gonna look your worst. Exactly, isn't, exactly. Isn't Instagram all about like posting photos when you look your best? When so you look be amazing. Like, oh my god. Well, if like you actually, head. if you actually, you know, check out that hashtag after sex. Uh, there's some really funny ones now. There's just like, you know, guys that have posted a picture of their hand, <laughs> oh. or you know, I gotta love it when they take the piss. Yeah, there's there's a couple, you know, there's there's a guy with his little pet dog. <laughs> and, oh, and that's revolting. I, 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 yeah, and but the look on his face is pretty funny. The look on the dog's face isn't so. Oh. <laughs> no, it's a joke. But if you could think of, uh, you know what well, though, I'm actually um, add- I'm just looking through the gay savvy um Facebook page, and in all fairness, although this is bizarre and I don't get it. <laughs> it's not still not as bizarre as boy pussy. That was <laughs> that was way worse. Yeah. Uh, well, look, guys, I actually want, while we're in the break, you guys are on a mission. I want you going through Twitters and Instagrams if you can. And I want you to try and find me the next weirdest shit you can find on Instagram that people are taking photos of. What's the weirdest hashtag? So after sex wasn't good enough for you? No, no. I wouldn't, that's, that's not as bad. Go and find me another weird hashtag. Anybody else out there, you know one, call in and let me know. I want to know what is the weirdest hashtag you found. Like, more than one person is doing it. What are they doing? Why is it weird? 32210197 or tweet it to us at Gay Savvy on the Facebook page. What's the weirdest hashtag you found going around? And uh, we'll be back very shortly after this little one from Miss Vanessa Amorossi. Kiss your mama. Vanessa Amorossi's Kiss Your Mama here at Gay Savvy. We've been trolling the interwebs. Looking through the Instagrams, the Twitters, the hashtags to find out what's going on. What crazy stuff are people doing? Because this is just doesn't make sense. It's all 
it's weird to me. I don't quite understand the Twitters, the hashtags, the Instagrams that much. Do try and use them. And uh, we were looking at after-sex selfies, um, which was also carried on from during sex selfies. I set my two lovely people over here a task. They've been typing away. I've heard some gems. John, what have you found? Um, I found uh, hashtag failed children's book titles. <gasps> nice. Um, Tell me. Tell this me. is basically a spin on existing children's book titles, um, and some of them are really funny. Um, for example, uh, by Curious George. Um, ha! Charlie and the middle-aged unmarried man who wouldn't stop giving him candy. <gasps> One pill, two pill, red pill, blue pill. Um, and uh, the very hungry tapeworm. Um, <laughs> Father O'Malley's touching children's stories. And the little <laughs> engine that said, screw it. Um, so I enjoyed I some, of, some of those little plays on existing ones. They were fantastic. They made me laugh. Father O'Malley's touching children's stories. <laughs> it is good. <laughs> That's wonderful. Kat, what do you got? Oh, uh, this isn't... Uh, I kind of like this, though. So Tuesday. Because Tuesday gets left out of everything. Oh. You've got, you know, Manic Mondays. You've got Hump Day. You've got Thirsty Thursdays. TGIF. And TGIF, you know. But Tuesday's just... Oh. What happens on Tuesday? Nothing. So we need to create something for Tuesday. Hashtag it's so Tuesday. Mm. What, That's what stupid. Hashtag? What Thanks. Hashtag? Thanks for that, John. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. <laughs> What hashtag could you give you? Throwback Thursday. What's a Tuesday hashtag we could do? Something glittery, something fabulous. I don't know. Turn it around, Tuesday. Turn it around. Turn the beat around. Yeah. You see what I did? I'm so good at that. You are. Um, love it. If you guys want to have a go, let us know. What do you think we could do? Hashtag Tuesday. What other hashtags have you found uh, that get you ticking, got you rocking? Um, I love I love all those, those gay hashtags that I found that people are doing. The hashtag gay, the hot gay. Maybe they should be sex. hot lesbians. Oh, Is that a thing? Gay. Actually, I was um, on Twitter earlier because I was uh, I was tweeting about the show tonight, and I um, hashtag Gay Brisbane, and then I clicked on Gay Brisbane to see, obviously, you know, the trending um, content, and I found one example of exactly what you're talking about. It really made me laugh, so I might just read it out to you. Um, let's see, some some Brisbane gay dude. I'm sorry if you're listening in, mate. I won't say his name. But uh, hashtag gay, hashtag gay cub, hashtag gay Brisbane, hashtag cub, hashtag instagay, hashtag instahomo, hashtag Brisbane Instagram.com, hashtag Wickham, hashtag gay Brisbane again, hashtag selfies, um, hashtag Fortitude Valley. Oh my God, that's my friend Clinton, isn't it? I'm sure of it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's just all the gays. Um, no, his name's not Clinton, but I literally was just looking at this like, buddy, you have left zero characters to actually comment on anything. Like, it's literally just a tweet of various hashtags so that other people will, will see your... That you're gay. In case you didn't know, he's a homosexual. Yeah. Uh, uh, it made me laugh a lot. Oh, uh, I love it. I love it when you laugh. Excellent. Well, let us know any others you find. Uh, we'll be back very shortly after these very short breaks uh, here at Gay Savvy. Hello, I'm Kim. Good gay Savvy. It is that time of the night we are. I think Michael's got the away. clap. Do you have the itch? Do I have the itch? Mm. No, I don't actually. I'm itch free, love. <laughs> I'm not a hussy like you. Bam. Oh. Bam. Uh, it's the final stretch of the night. It's the uh, time for us to catch up on what's going on, what's happening around town. Uh, John, you were telling me there's some theatre to be had. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, as uh, as gays, we're obviously going to love the theatre. Um, you love the theatre, darling. The, uh, the Anywhere Theatre Festival opened last night um, to quite a lot of uh, ra- raving reviews. Um, 
many of the shows opened last night and the theater will go the sorry the festival will play until sunday the 18th of may now what's beautiful about the anywhere festival is that the theater is on anywhere but a theater so when it takes the medium out of its um oh, that's so cute so catch a lot yeah it's pretty cool it takes theater out of a conventional space and puts it somewhere accessible so maybe a shed a bar a garage i, s- I saw one of those once it was or a shed bar and or garage uh, no no it was on the side of like on the side of the road beside an old abandoned uh, the old uh, burnt down skate factory in red hill um, and it was a lot of your boyfriend's mates actually back in the day, and they invited me along. And it was like this random, and it was shadow theater on the big. Was oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that sounds exactly like the kind of thing it is. So I mean, it's a really good forum to for some experimental theater. Um, tickets are very cheap, usually under twenty dollars. So if you pop on anywherefest.com, um, you can search for the type of show by category. I'm sure something will pique your interest, and it's a really good way of making theater more accessible. And also, my partner's show Monster. Um, oh yes, we ex- interviewed him about that. Yeah, uh, he was on the radio with us last week at Explore. Uh, trans themes so it's very apt for our show so do do get along and see that if you can it's only playing until this sunday um his show so get online book a ticket it's worth seeing get in see it do it it's amazing uh now we have other things happening as well um brisbane hustlers are playing a home game this weekend at um east rugby club at cooper get along catch them three of three p.m on the field there go and help them win this next game um, I'll be there too. Uh, it's also International Day Against uh, Homophobia, also known as Idaho, on May 17th coming up. You'll see the Story Bridge lit up in red lights to commemorate the day. Uh, there's also the same day for the National Day of Action Rally for Marriage Equality, marking 10 years since John Howard rem- uh, specifically included legislation into the Marriage Act to exclude same-sex couples from marrying. Um, so an important year this year for that rally. Uh, get along to that in uh, the city, 1 o'clock on on Saturday, May 17th. Also, Queen's Ball tickets are still on sale. Get online to brisbanepridefestival.com.au. Get your tickets. Get in there. Gatsby theme. Who doesn't love dressing up and feeling luxurious and elegant even if you're not in your daily life? Mm. It'll be amazing. And get up and get nominating. You can nominate any of the three bitches in the room here. Uh, media personality. That's kind of all of us, really. Volunteer of the year. That's kind of all of us. So we didn't get paid for coming here. Anything else you want to put us up there? You know, you could put John up for Drag Queen of the Year. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, or not. You could put Kat up there for her Performer of the Year when she, you know, she performs and pretends she has grace and decorum. I don't know. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Ouch, oh, Michael. I love you. You're yeah, well, amazing. no one's going to nominate you for best legs. Yeah, of course. have you seen my legs in a dress? <laughs> I'm sorry, we need to reconvene. Maybe you need to do a legs day, Michael. Mm, I will do. I'll do a legs day. Get my pins working. Um, so that's there. Make sure you get along. Eighth uh, of June is that. Cat, anything lesbianic you want to add to the mix of what's happening this weekend? Anytime soon, even. It, no. no, well, no, not right now. There's a couple of uh, great things on. You can get along and see some drunk Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> on uh, Sunday the 11th of May. Jump on the 4 Z Facebook page if you want to check that one out. It's under Drunk Shakespeare. It's a group of people doing Shakespearean plays, but one of them is drunk. Only one? Only one. Are you so allowed to know who it is? That's got my... I think you have to guess. Is it a different person every time? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just How know that one act... No, because obviously only one actor can be drunk. So that's going to be really great. The other thing that is worth getting along to see that's on the Ducks on Mike's Facebook page is... Ooh. Yeah, is... uh, Lesbians with Guitars? I love Lesbians with Guitars. No, it's a wonderful show that's playing at the Judith Wright Centre called um, Public Toilets Private Worlds. And it's based on... it's, It's like a performance piece, but it's based on things that they've been inspired by from public toilets like... What happens when you actually call the number on the back of the door? That kind of thing. That'll be a really cool show too if you want to get along and check that out. Very interesting. Is that lesbians? 
It's not lesbians per se. Yeah, I was gonna... thinking lesbians' experience of what happens in men's public in public toilets will be very different to what I've heard for happens for men for, in public for toilets. For gay men in public yeah. toilets. I think it's across the board. I haven't actually seen the show, so I'm not sure. The um the one you were just talking about, Drunk Shakespeare, um, <laughs> that's part of the Anywhere Festival. Excellent. Yeah, so check out the Anywhere website and you'll see all of the shows there. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's all we've got time for tonight. Thank you very much for joining us for another amazing show. We'll be back next week. Make sure you jump on Twitter, Facebook, at Gay Savvy, and search our podcast on the iTunes store and subscribe, rate, and review, and you can listen to us anytime, anywhere. It's been an amazing night. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much. I'm Michael James. Cat And Scottish John. Have a good one. <laughs>